98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. Supporters and opponents of Apple Daily gather outside the newspaper's offices as it prints its last edition. Prosecutors tell the High Court Hong Kong's first national security suspect flew a flag bearing a protest slogan in order to incite others to commit acts of secession. And a typo man tests preliminary positive for the mutant L452R strain of COVID-19. Fans of Apple Daily have turned up at its headquarters in Chen Quan voicing support for the newspaper and its staff on its final night in business. Apple Daily is printing its final edition for tomorrow and will stop updating its online edition after midnight. The closure came sooner than expected and management said the decision was made after taking into consideration the safety of its staff as well as manpower needs. Xu Ming and two of her friends were among those showing their support at the Apple Daily headquarters. She told RTHK she's been a dedicated reader of the paper for the past 26 years. Very sad for a long time and disappointed. Unbelievable. This happened in Hong Kong. Not in Hong Kong's the truth seems quite far away from us. Members of rival groups who don't like Apple Daily also turned up. They popped champagne and got into shouting matches with others. The new head of the Journalists Association, Ronson Chan, says there'll be greater self-censorship among local media going forward. He says the closure of Apple Daily and the arrest of its editorial writer have a chilling effect on journalists. The writer is a member of the editorial and he's not a member of management. So I think that for the situation, it goes worse and worse. The demise of Apple Daily has also drawn concern internationally. British Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab said the paper's closure was a chilling blow to freedom of expression in Hong Kong. The European Union said it shows how the national security law imposed by Beijing is being used to stifle freedom of the press and the free expression of opinions. At the start of the city's first national security trial, prosecutors told the High Court the defendant flew a flag bearing a protest slogan in order to incite others to commit acts of secession. Jimmy Choi reports. The defendant, Tong Ying Kit, allegedly drove his motorcycle into police officers in Wan Chai on July the 1st last year, the day after the national security law came into effect, while flying the flag that said, Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times in Chinese. Mr Tong has pleaded not guilty to inciting others and terrorism, as well as an alternative charge of dangerous driving causing grievous bodily harm. The slogan printed on the flag was a focus of prosecutors' opening statement at the start of the trial, citing the opinion of history professor Lao Chi Pang from the Lenglan University. Prosecutors said the slogan printed on the flag connotes Hong Kong independence. The acting deputy director of public prosecutions, Anthony Chow, said liberate Hong Kong has the meaning of recovering the SAR from enemy hands. By extension, he said the words means that the SAR is not a part of the People's Republic of China and view China as an enemy. Revolution of our times, meanwhile, has the meaning of rejecting the governance of China and the SAR, Chow explained. He said it also has the meaning of attempting to replace the current regime or social system. He also told judges to consider the defendant's conduct and state of mind within the social context at the time. By flying the flag while driving his motorbike from the Eastern Harbour crossing to Wan Chai, Chow said the defendant had wanted to be seen in order to incite others to commit acts of secession. On the terrorism charge, prosecutors said Mr Tong had committed serious violence or seriously jeopardised public safety and security by repeatedly ignoring police and eventually crashing his motorbike.
An airline ground staffer who lives in Taipo has tested preliminary positive for the mutant L452R strain of COVID-19. That prompted health officials to order an overnight lockdown of his building. He developed symptoms such as fever and sore throat on Monday, but still went to work at his part-time job yesterday. Residents of more than 30 buildings in Taipo were also ordered to test for COVID-19 after a very high viral load was detected in sewage samples in the district. A specialist in respiratory medicine, Leung Chi Chu, says he's concerned that could be the start of another wave of local infections. It's a very serious warning sign because uh, it's not only the high viral load. It's also, at the extent, it has spread within the area. If it involves so many buildings within such a short time, that means that the virus has a very high efficiency in transmission. And it's likely that quite a number of uh, persons uh, would have been infected. And if they have been infected, uh, many of them could have been moving around in uh, over Hong Kong. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The police say they've arrested a 55-year-old man in connection with an ongoing national security probe linked to the pro-democracy Apple Daily newspaper. The man is believed to be an Apple Daily columnist. Timmy Sung with that story. The 55-year-old man surnamed Young is being detained on suspicion of conspiracy to collude with a foreign country or external forces to endanger national security. It's understood that the man is an editorial writer at the Apple Daily newspaper, who goes by the pen name Li Ping. A police spokesperson said the operation is continuing and more people could be arrested. Last Thursday, hundreds of officers raided the Apple Daily Newsroom in Changquano and arrested five of its senior executives, two of whom have already been charged. Authorities have also frozen about $18 million of assets owned by the three firms linked to the newspaper. Staff have also been told that the newspaper could fold on Saturday if some of the money isn't released by the government. An infectious disease expert has urged the government to put the UK back on a list of very high-risk countries and quarantine arrivals from there for 21 days, even if they're vaccinated against COVID-19. Wendy Wong reports. Microbiologist Ho Pat Lung from the University of Hong Kong said the number of coronavirus cases in the UK was surging, with the majority of patients carrying the highly transmissible Delta variant. He warned that students returning to the SAR during the summer holiday could cause another wave of infections. The government is planning to shorten the quarantine period of vaccinated travellers from overseas, including the UK, to seven days, if they are fully vaccinated and test positive for antibodies against COVID-19. But Dr Ho said a move would be very risky. Speaking on a radio program, he said Hong Kong students currently studying in the UK are at high risk of being infected, as many of them have not been vaccinated. He added that even those who have taken the AstraZeneca vaccine might be at risk, as the jabs were only 60% effective in preventing symptomatic infections. Last year, we already saw a COVID-19 outbreak caused by students returning from overseas. Now we have enough designated quarantine hotels. Why are we shortening the quarantine period, he asked. He warned that some cases could be leaked into the community and break the streak of zero infections that the city has worked very hard to achieve. 
The once-in-a-decade population census began today, with people being urged to make use of online or paper questionnaires to avoid the need of a face-to-face interview during the pandemic. The information collected will help the government formulate future policies. Academics can also make use of the data for research. Those who fail to complete the survey face a fine. Marion Chan is the Commissioner for Census and Statistics. I think that COVID-19 definitely will help uh, the take-up rate of the uh, online questionnaire. We would like to promote the use of online questionnaire, telephone interview and postal returns. So, and I think um, people are um, uh, quite ready to use all these means of uh, submission of questionnaire because uh, of the COVID-19. President Xi Jinping has lauded the work of three astronauts building the country's first space station as opening new horizons in humanity's bid to explore the cosmos. As Timmy Sung reports, he made the comments during a space chat with the crew from Beijing. Speaking to the astronauts via video link from the Beijing Aerospace Flight Control Center, Xi Jinping sent his greetings to Li Haishen, Liu Boming, and Tang Hongbo, who blasted off into space on a long march 2F rocket last Thursday. The president asked the astronauts about their health and working conditions, adding that they are always in the hearts of the Chinese people. We are in good health. Work is also going smoothly, Mr. Ne, the mission commander, replied. We Chinese astronauts now have a permanent home in orbit. We in space are proud of the great party and the motherland, he added. The two other members, meanwhile, told the country's leader that they are going to conduct a series of experiments and spacewalks over the next three months. In response, President Xi said he is thrilled to see the astronauts doing well and in good shape. The building of a space station is an important milestone in China's space industry, and it will make a pioneering contribution to the peaceful use of space by mankind. We await your triumphant return in Beijing, he added. This is China's first crewed mission in nearly five years and is seen as a landmark step in establishing Beijing as a major space power. Russia says one of its patrol vessels has fired warning shots at a British destroyer off the coast of Crimea in the Black Sea. Russia considers the waters off the peninsula, which it annexed from Ukraine in 2014, to be its territorial waters. The BBC's Jonathan Beale is on board the Royal Navy destroyer in the Black Sea. This was a deliberate move by the Royal Navy warship HMS Defender, but while it was carrying at this kind of... And there is... That is another Russian aircraft buzzing the warship here in the Black Sea. There have been at times more than 20 aircraft above the warship, and indeed we have heard shots fired. We believe they were out of range. The HMS Defender continued its journey, and now it is back in international waters, but we're still being, as you can hear, buzzed by Russian jets. They have warned the ship not to go into Crimean territorial waters, claiming that they are Russian waters. Of course, Russia annexed Crimea, uh, but the warship went through that transit point, that international recognized trade route, and is now on its way, as I say, to Georgia. 
Officials in Pakistan say at least three people have been killed in a bomb attack in a residential area of Lahore. Fourteen others were wounded, including several police officers. To sports, China swimming star Sun Yang has vowed to press ahead with his career despite losing a second bid to avoid a doping ban and being ruled out of the Tokyo Olympics. His lawyer called him a victim of political posturing who didn't break doping rules. While Sun's eight-year suspension was reduced to four years by the Court of Arbitration for Sport in a retrial of an anti-doping case, it's raised fresh questions about the 29-year-old's future. Here's the BBC's Alex Capstick. Sun Yang is one of China's sporting superstars. He's won Olympic and world titles, but he's also a divisive figure in swimming. And after a protracted and convoluted doping case, he's now classed as a drug cheat and is barred from competing. The saga began in September 2018 when he was visited by anti-doping officials at his home. Sun Yang doubted their credentials. The row continued until the early hours of the morning when a member of his entourage smashed a vial containing a blood sample with a hammer. The World Swimming Authorities cleared him of wrongdoing, a decision that was challenged by the World Anti-Doping Agency at the Court of Arbitration for Sport. After a chaotic public hearing in December 2020, he was found guilty and given an eight-year ban because it was a second offence. There was outrage back home, but the verdict was overturned when it emerged the leading judge had made racist comments about China on social media. The case was heard again with a completely new panel last month. It concluded that Sun Yang had acted recklessly, but the sanction has been almost halved in line with new regulations which allow for greater flexibility. It does mean he's out of the Tokyo Games, although as the punishment has been backdated to the end of February last year, he could return just in time for the 2024 Paris Olympics. To football, Croatia and the Czech Republic have advanced from Group D of Euro 2020 at the expense of Scotland. England topped the group thanks to a 1-0 win over the Czech Republic, who qualified as one of the best third-place teams. Raheem Sterling found the back of the net for the three Lions. It was a, a much better performance. Um, you know, Attacking-wise, I thought we were more fluid, uh, movement, and we created some problems as well. When, you know, The most important thing is we, we scored the goal we needed and kept a clean sheet. Um, and we said um, against Scotland, a lot of people were disappointed. But at the same time, we didn't we didn't concede a goal. We didn't lose it. Those are ones that you could come away, concede a silly set play or something, and you're disappointed. But it shows, you know, if, even if we don't score, we, we don't concede as well. And that's uh, that's brilliant to have in tournament football. It's not clear yet who England face in the last 16 at Wembley. It will be the runners-up from the group that includes France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. In the NBA, there was a dramatic end to Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals, which saw the Phoenix Suns narrowly beat the Los Angeles Clippers 104-103. to DeAndre Ayton tipped in the game-winning shot with less than a second left on the clock for the Suns to take a 2-0 series lead. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Supporters and opponents of Apple Daily gather outside the newspaper's offices as it prints its last edition. Prosecutors tell the High Court Hong Kong's first national security suspect flew a flag bearing a protest slogan in order to incite others to commit acts of secession. And a typo man tests preliminary positive for the mutant L452R strain of COVID-19. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Outside the rain begins And it may never end So cry no more On the shore a dream Will take 
Quite a side of 11 o'clock. Rita Coolidge, of course, and we're all alone singing about rain on the window. Actually, at the moment, looking at the radar imagery, it's not looking too bad out there. It's a 250k radius and still just a few patches at the moment. But as you know, it could develop very, very quickly. Day after day, alone on a hill. The man with the foolish grin is keeping perfectly still But nobody wants to know him They can see that he's just a fool And he never gives an answer But the fool on the hill Sees the sun going down And the eyes in his head See the world spinning round Nobody ever hears him Or the sound he appears 
seems to know just what the fool on the hill sees the sun going down and the 